0: Sorry that was just really funny for some reason. <laughs> I'm looking to he force looks, with me. <laughs> he just looks like you're meditating and getting in the zone. I am in the zone. The money zone. Proverbially, I am at them. It's also helped by the fact that I can like kind of see some veins sticking <laughs> out of your forehead. <laughs> Sticking. They at the moment, but sticking when you were out. When you okay. were doing that.
1: <laughs> we would have a little bit of problems if my veins were sticking out. <laughs> you if you could see them, if they were just kind of bulging, fine. Bulging.
0: That's what I
2: mean. Yes. Actually, like I,
0: splitting open your forehead. I
2: totally had the image in my head though of, of Caleb trying to power on through Star Wars therapy and he's just <laughs> bleeding from his
0: forehead. Oh, back
2: Joe would
1: get very mad at me if I was just dripping blood onto his SN57. <laughs>
0: and now it's time to go to therapy.
2: But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters! Obi-Wan! Raider! We got recruited by the persistence
1: and now we're ready. Come on, Dad! We gotta go save the ship! No. We're gonna save the galaxy. Hello, and welcome to Star Wars Therapy, the show where we talk about Star Wars and life. My name's Caleb. I'm Steven. And I'm Alex. Guys, welcome to 2022!
2: Even though we're recording this in 2021! (laughs) KWCXM Spectrum! Sorry, I really want to have one of those soundboards just like... Around. Oh, yes, yeah. Are, are we investing in that? Is no, that... absolutely not. Okay. That's what the Patreon we, money's going to I was going to say, are we investing in a Patreon just for the sake of getting a soundboard?
1: No, we're investing in the Patreon so I don't have to use my
2: roommate's microphone and interface. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Thank, Thank you, Joe. you, Joe. Check out Hosh Trash Unlimited, everyone.
1: Man, that last full week of 2021,
2: uh, crazy. Whoa. Let's yeah. talk about it. Yeah, crazy for me. Can you guys believe the ending of Spider Man No Way Home that I still haven't seen? Because we're not recording this. You're really tempting bi- fate
0: here. I am <laughs> this
1: close to accidentally spoiling something for you.
2: Yeah, at this
0: point. Oh, I'm room, so worried about that happening.
2: We are. <laughs> I'm we worried are...
0: I'll make some stupid joke and then accidentally spoil something for Steven.
2: So we are recording this just before 2022 officially starts. And uh, yeah, I haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home yet. I'm the only one out of our four friends that uh, that has not seen it. Steven? Yeah?
1: Is this podcast name Why Is With Ty and Dan? Uh, no then why are we talking about marvel oh is this podcast, podcast named feige, spider-man
2: therapy because kevin feige is doing a star wars movie and we need to talk about it i will that, say there's that transition. i think we can all
1: agree every spider-man needs therapy yeah,
2: <laughs> yes honestly, every single mostly one because- especially andrew <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny too that there isn't a mention of therapy because for the first like four or five movies just every villain has voices in their head oh yeah yeah, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, well, Venom, if, like If there
1: was therapy then all the problems would be solved. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we need we
1: need like that classic X-Factor issue where all the whole thing is just them in therapy, but we need that with every single Raimi villain. You know, he
2: always makes these X-Men references. And he always expects us to get oh, them. Oh, I don't and expect never you do. to get them. Yeah, we never do. No, I... But then he brings <laughs> up the one where it's like, well, actually, in this issue, they battled a mega red. As ba- Magneto turned them into evil babies. He didn't
1: turn them into babies. He started treating them like babies.
2: He treated them but like the babies. But ex-babies <laughs> do exist. Because he turns them into babies. No, the reason <laughs> well, the reason I say that, Steve, is just going
0: around like, oh, you want to cry? Oh, do you want to cry because I'm winning? Oh, that's win so because I can
2: move his limbs with my power. Like, oh, look at me. Oh, I scratched my butt. <laughs>
1: the hair on the back of Chris Claremont's neck just stood out and he does not know why he just
2: rolled over in his <laughs> proverbial grave no I,
1: I do want to set the record straight here though I know that you two uncultured swines will not get any X-Men references I make but there will be one person out there who does and they'll be very excited
2: <laughs> they'll go finally it's Nate it's our one fan Nate as mentioned in our previous videos it's like, Caleb's my new favorite <laughs> I still watch the show I just hate watching. it <laughs> <laughs> As he clings tighter to his Star Wars therapy pillow that he's
0: that he's,
1: he's made out of. He <laughs> crossed out the Steven on there.
2: <laughs> hey
0: Nate, it's okay. We still love you. I mean Steven doesn't, but we do. Yeah, mostly just because I don't trust you
2: after being made privy to your legacy in uh in Ted Lasso.
1: This is a weird place. Well, let's just keep on going with the weird things. What are you guys hoping for twenty twenty two?
2: Not Star
0: Wars really. Uh well, what's
1: on your vision
2: board? Alex, you first.
0: I don't really think that far ahead, to be honest with you. That's healthy. Uh, It's probably more healthy than what I do. I'm way more concerned about the present than I am what happens next year. Honestly,
2: that's that's real. I'm definitely the same way where it's like, look, I'm so worried about everything all the time that I would much rather just worry about today and tomorrow and perhaps the next week. But then if I look into the year, it's like, yeah,
0: maybe I'll do that. Anyway, welcome back to the therapy aspect of Star Wars therapy. i'm your host broken <laughs> i mean i don't know i mean there's like some games i'm looking forward to i guess yeah, but one fair. of them specifically on this list yeah we'll, that yeah, we'll not get it. into that's that i don't know just you know living life. living large being in charge and uh going hard in the paint anyway <laughs> stay hungry and devour <laughs> what about you steven
2: uh i have a lot that i am planning on uh making uh, honestly though the biggest thing that i want to do is i just want to live more life because mm-hmm. not to get into pandemic talk but it's like 2020 and 2021 were really weird years like 2020 obviously the world kind of stopped for a minute and in 2021 i feel like very slowly but surely people started to get more comfortable doing things again and i want to do more things like i i have like four or five concerts lined up that I'm like I'm going to these Mm -hmm. you know I have so many things I want to do creatively and biggest thing i, d- I just want to keep making stuff yeah because like i have a band now i'm on the verge of kind of making some stuff for youtube i've got a lot of ideas and i just kind of need to focus them into a vision i think it's going to be fun i think 2020 t- 2020 you 2022 is going to be like the year where stuff starts happening yeah is what it feels like
0: you know you saying that made me actually think of something and that is literally last night i finally regained the ability to stream on twitch oh after, nice. after months of it just being absolutely broken broken for me. No, but I mean, I'm going to try to like do it more often. I, I did a whole month in September where I did it every single day. And while yeah. I'm not going to go like that hard, <laughs> yeah, I don't like I'm accurate. definitely going to like incorporate it into more of like a at least a few nights a week kind of thing, or at least I'm going to yeah, try to do that, you know, depending on how busy life gets. But... Me and Steven will have our bursts of creativity and stuff, and then we'll kind of burn out. We
1: won't make stuff for a while, yeah. or at least I'd definitely do that. Um, i definitely do that. But like your thing was you didn't burn out on it. You just couldn't do it yeah too, and it hurt me yeah oh, so it i think, really hurt me. i think you really get hit
2: the ground running with this stuff so oh, thank you buddy i think you will too because i really know the feeling of really wanting to do something but it just seems like the universe is telling you not to at the moment and it sucks like i recently bought a 12 string guitar oh really and like, nice. yeah just, wait what is it oh it was just like a cheap Off brand one from like Amazon. I was like, okay, Vagoya or something it was called. But 12 strings
0: sound amazing regardless.
2: I love the
0: sound of a 12 string.
2: And that's why I was like, yeah, you know, it was like fairly cheap. It was under 300, I'll say that. And it was like, what was good about it was that I was like, okay, cool. If it's a good 12 string, it'll be a good 12 string. If it's not, I didn't spend a bunch of money on it, and mm-hmm. I don't feel, like, guilty when it's just sitting there. Like, yeah. I'm not messing around with it. But then, of course, like, I tried to tune it, and then, like, the G-string broke, and then I tried to restring it with a string I had, and it wasn't long enough to reach to the headstock. And I was like... Yeah, you kind of have to I, buy them
0: in sets, right? Yeah. Like, they're specialty-made. And so yeah. now it's
2: in the shop, but I'm sitting there like, all I wanted to do was learn some songs so that I could play them at Christmas. That's literally all I wanted to do. All and I wanted like, to do was no. play Hotel
0: California. (laughs) and Stairway to Heaven and
2: wish you were here in a
1: row you can buy the guitar but you can never play it
0: Uh. (laughs) oh that's just so real.
1: I'm hoping to travel. I want to go out to LA to visit the Getty Museum. I studied Roman art in college and the two museums in the States that basically hold the most of the stuff that I studied are the Met, which I went to in 2019, and then the Getty. And so I'd like to go out to visit the Getty. And I have some friends out in LA that would be fun to see again. And maybe even going up to Chicago because I've got friends up there uh, who I haven't seen since college too. So those are all things. I'm trying to temper my expectations with my creativity Man, stuff. I
2: understand that.
1: But I would like to get back into writing and stuff like that.
2: So it'd be fun. I'm glad the first things that you talked about were, you know, reconnecting with people. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like a big thing that was lost in the past two years was like, hanging out with people a lot of the time i mean i really only hung out with you guys and like my girlfriend and that's Mm -hmm. it but then like there are people like popping out just like hey man miss you and i'm like oh my god they miss me yeah yeah. i miss them too you know you just don't think about it because you're in the moment but yeah reconnecting with people and i think too reconnecting with passions Mm -hmm. because i'm i'm getting back into writing as well so i'm i'm with you it's exciting i think there will be ups and there will be downs but you know with a
1: strong enough network of people we'll be able to go through them because 2021 is a challenging year For me personally. Me too. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, nothing unique there. I don't think a lot of people had a great 2021. (laughs) But you know, something we always had to fall back on.
2: Star Star Wars. Wars. There it is. And honestly, too, this year, I've just felt way more sick. I've been working so much more. Star Wars really helped me through 2021 because, like, you know, when there was a weekend or two that, like, I couldn't do something, I rewatched a lot of Clone Wars. I rewatched. I watched Bad Batch. Mm -hmm. I I did a lot of Star Wars digging. I rewatched the first three movies for the first time in years, and I appreciated them in a whole nother way. And so, like, it was great having something that I got interested in and, like, really started researching and getting into, Mm -hmm. which is why. We're going to go ahead and talk about the things that are upcoming in Star Wars, including 2022 and a little bit beyond 2022. Just a lot of the up and coming things that we're excited for.
1: Yeah, uh, we have a list of them on here. We won't get to everything. And obviously, some of this stuff might not come out. It might get canceled. It might get pushed back. We don't know. But, you know, just looking ahead to some of this stuff. Uh, And we're going to start with TV because next year is really going to be... Like that's gonna be the main thing coming out for Star Wars is all these. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely their focus. It felt like this year they were focusing super heavy on Marvel, so it'll be interesting how they balance the Marvel and Star Wars stuff on Disney Plus.
2: Well, I definitely think too they were focusing on Marvel more just because like Marvel has a better reputation right now than Star Wars does. Unfortunately, Star Wars I feel like is still kind of coming back from Rise of Skywalker a little bit. I don't think anyone
0: really is like, oh man,
2: theatrical movies. I want more episodes. I don't think people. I think a
0: lot of people are just like,
2: but even just
0: I, keep I th- it small scale. I think the thing with that, and kind of a an attribute to the movies, is that I think it's because when a bad Star Wars movie comes out. Is people crushing. talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> when a bad Marvel mo- movie comes out, people forget about it.
1: They're on to the next one. Yeah. yeah. So the first one coming up very recently, it will be, it will have started by the time this episode comes out. Book of Boba Fett.
0: Oh, that's true.
2: Yeah. Uh, Book of Boba Fett is the one I think was the most obvious choice because I know that there, there was a movie they wanted to make with James Mangold directing it, which I do wish we could live in an alternate reality where that does exist because that would be really cool, especially when they use the Star Wars-ified version of a uh, Hurt by Johnny Cash.
0: I'm really excited for book of Boba Fett more so than I thought I would be yeah the the last few trailers they put out for it even though they've been like short and don't really show off a whole lot mm-hmm. it's informed me enough about his character that it gets me really excited for it especially this one line where he talks about like him taking over Jabba's place and he's like Jabba yeah. ruled through fear I want to rule through respect and yeah. when you contrast that to like how he did like everything else in his career it makes me really want to see like okay this is like the culmination of what we've gotten before. How does this evolve? Yeah. And I'm super ready for it. Especially, like,
2: I'm not going to lie, the, the end of Mandalorian Season 2, like that last post credit scene, mm. that got me so pumped when he shot Fat Bib Fortuna. <laughs>
0: Oh, I forgot about Fat <laughs> Although I will call him Bib
2: Mortuna because he definitely ate too much. Um, and there Badum it is. Cha, thank you very much. Mm. Um, this is why we have Stephen. He's a yeah. comedian. That's right. That's yeah. why everyone laughed. <laughs> He'll be. That's be pre- why everyone laughed at that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He'll be performing at Boba's Palace uh, coming That's this episode. <laughs> this
2: next episode, actually. This next one. It's whatever episode you're on. It's the one on after. After. We're, the we're the very scene. excited
1: to announce.
2: Very excited to announce that I've been casted, shot, and everything
0: in this movie boba's palace sounds like such a cheap casino I thought it would He be needs a to rename re- it to like House of Fett or something. House of Fett, which isn't sounds... like much better, but it's better.
2: Well, House of Fett is better, but like Boba's Palace sounds like a really upscale Boba Tea place, <laughs> and like I maybe am... that's what it is. I would love that Jabba rule through through fear. I rule, rule through, through bubbles. <laughs> See, yeah, no, y'all <laughs> through soy.
1: <laughs> y'all are basing your expectations off of things you've seen already, promotional images, <laughs> footage of the show. I'm basing hey. it off. Of his name, it's gonna be about him opening up a bubba, a bulba tea place, a bubble tea <laughs> a place.
0: Tea. It's gonna tea. be great, Caleb. To be fair, this is the only character I think we get to do that with on this list of TV shows, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> True. honestly, because we haven't seen anything else from these other announcements. Well, uh, the biggest thing with Book of Boba Fett that I do want to say is that it, um,
2: the tone that they're going for. And what I liked about the trailers in particular is that it is still very much in the vein of The Mandalorian, but it does seem darker. And I don't want to use the term dark and gritty, but like it looks dark and gritty. Mm -hmm. What I like about that is that it's kind of showing that Star Wars can can go in the direction of taking the tone appropriately for every character. I assume that the way that this show is will be different from the Obi-Wan series. It will be different from the Acolyte. Um, and I think that it'll be different from Ahsoka in a lot of ways. I think that Star Wars is trying to prove that their universe isn't limited. Yeah. But they're doing that by going, all right, you like the Mandalorian. Okay, well now we'll give you Boba Fett and make it a little bit darker and see how it does. So I, I like that approach to it. So
1: let's give it let's rank it. Let's give it a Star Wars Yas or a Star Wars nah.
0: Yas? Yes. This gets a Yas from y'all. Yeah. Um, Why did we do that?
2: <laughs> hey, everyone. It's time for the Star Wars Yeah, yes
0: or not? Comment,
2: tweet, hashtag Ya yeah, Star Wars. Cue the air horns. Please tweet
0: yes yeah, Star Wars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hashtag Ya yeah, Star Wars
0: at Alex. Not, e- not even a hashtag. Just don't even at me. Just screenshot don't me, that bro. you did it and then send that to me. Because <laughs> I just need to see the simple tweet of yasta i need to know someone did it
1: <laughs> this is probably the show that out of all these i would maybe watch but i'm not expecting to watch any of these shows i don't want to set the expectation <laughs> yeah no, doesn't watch we're gonna TV have a shows. whole batch
2: of episodes coming up where it's just me and alex actually
1: no the next one is actually probably the one i'd want to watch next uh we don't have a release date for it but
0: obi-wan the details we do know about it i'm very interested to see how it goes yeah. Because like mainly because they've confirmed Hayden Christensen being back for Vader. Yes. And that kind of like it's worrying. For me aiden christensen is it a good actor oh no no no, 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 no it's not, no, not no, him it's not, not, not aiden christensen i i it's... think
2: i think he's fine i think yeah. it's great he's coming back i may not love him in the prequels but it's not his fault no no it's, it's lucas it's... Well, yeah it's
0: what we're talking much much about it, <laughs> what we're talking about is the implement or the potential implementation of vader and like how far that goes yeah vader Do they...
2: showing up and talking yeah. to obi-wan prior to a new hope again that's that's strange to me.
0: It is strange. I won't say this as a defense. I'll, I guess I just I'll just say this as a point. When I started reading the uh, the Marvel run of the Star Wars comics last year, I read something that was very interesting to me. Luke and Vader fought at some point, even though it was briefly between a new hope and empire. Oh which really? is strange. And that
2: is canon because the yeah, the, the comics are doing a good job of building up canon as it, well.
0: And then like it was one of those things that I went back to watch like Empire and there and then I realized like Oh, they can do that because there's no real indication that they haven't met before.
2: That's fair. It's
0: that, like...
1: Actually makes a little bit more sense if they have met.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because he talks about, like, you know, his power and... Mm-hmm. not becoming a jedi yet but like seeing his strength and stuff like that
2: it fills but, in the gaps between the movies in a good way because it's like when you do i mean i've mentioned this on the podcast before but it's like the difference between luke and even empire versus return of the jedi you're like mm-hmm. not too much time has passed so it's like there must have been some something in between that kind of made luke into that so I, yeah that's a, yeah that's a fair assessment with the obi-wan uh for me it's mostly the line you know when i left you you were you were the learner i was the master that line yeah i'm like
0: if they met Again, between that... Yeah, you know what? That is kind of the line that messes it up, I guess. I was basically just saying that to say, like, I'll need to see how it's implemented because I'm skeptical, but I don't think I'll know how I really feel about it until I watch it.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, because...
0: I also recognize I can easily get over something like that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I understand. (laughs) Like,
0: it's one of those things that's like, yeah, I'd prefer that not to happen, but at the same time, like, I wouldn't care.
2: (laughs) Yeah, If the quality is good, you know, if it's not, like, yeah, well, Caleb, what what, what, kinda, do you what are
0: you thinking about the so,
2: covid one series? I'm sorry, that turned to me and Alex talking for a no, little bit. No,
1: you're good, because I was able to uh, double-check some things. There are a couple of things that get me excited about this and make me think that this is going to be good. First off, we'll see on this list not much stuff related to the prequels at all most of the stuff that is being drawn in is either expanding canon which is good or going back to kind of mine the same stuff that we've seen before but building off of the prequels is something i want to see because i do like the prequels deborah cho who's directing she wet her feet in star wars because she did two episodes of mandalorian she hasn't done anything since 2019 probably because she's been working on this but right that, that's mm. got me excited i love the character of obi wan ewan's great but probably most importantly is I think has a great cast. Obviously, we've talked about Hayden Christensen. Ewan's coming back. Ice well, like, Cube's son. Yeah,
0: O'Shea Jackson Jr. Who's a great actor. Wait, this is news to me. Really? Yeah, yeah that's he interesting. Played... Is there sure. anything
1: I've seen him in? Did you see um, shirt Out, Compton, where he played no. Ice Cube? He plays Ice Cube. But... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, right. He's been... And he's yeah, actually fun. perfect. He sounds exactly yeah. like him. But he's also been in some other stuff. He was in Ingrid Goes West, which is a great movie. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. with Elizabeth yeah. Olsen. Yeah, he plays the Batman guy. The guy who's obsessed with Batman.
2: Because he's like, yeah, you're Catwoman. You need to come back for my cosplay thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, he was in also Godzilla King of the
1: Monsters. He's one of the army guys. But also like Sun King's going to be in this. Uh, Han from Fast and Furious. Mel Nanjiani's oh, yeah. coming back. Or not coming back. He's it's coming back. Yeah, yeah he's, he's coming in. Uh, Joel Edgerton is playing, is playing Uncle Owen. Oh, And he's then Benny Safdie's that? in it. Yeah. it's oh, wow. Yeah, Interesting. So I think it has all the pieces in it for me to at least enjoy this six episodes if not like fall in love with it. Yeah, I, hmm.
2: I kind of see it like especially since it's six episodes. I love that because to me that kind of says that they might be going more in the direction they've been going with the Marvel series lately, where I like that Loki and Hawkeye and all these other shows are just like six episodes, big budget series. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... I very pref- focused. Yeah, very focused. I would prefer that for Star Wars because one of the weaknesses, I feel, of The Mandalorian Season 2, which we'll review eventually, but it seems like it's dragged on for a little bit. You're like, 13 episodes is kind of a lot for mm-hmm. this. And yep. you can kind of see the budget at points. So you're like, I would much rather you focus your energies into just six really solid episodes of something.
1: And six seems like the the minimum of what, they're, what they would be willing to put a budget into. Yes. Like four or five, I also would be happy with. Yeah. But they're not going to do that. They'll just turn it into a movie. Right? Like, I think six to eight is a really good length. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because I mean, ultimately, you have around six hours of exploration time, which is longer than a movie, but shorter than like you know the Flash, where it's like twenty-seven episodes in a season. I'm like, what is this arc? Like, you yeah. have to have like four or five different arcs in it, and it sucks.
1: Anything else before we give a star Yas or a star Nah? I'm <laughs> Are committing. We keep I'm doing committing doing to this. I'm bit. committing. <laughs> All
0: right, I keep tweeting. Yas Queen.
1: Star Yas. Yeah. Get to Yas for me then into the stuff i don't care about so uh, hope y'all are ready to talk about <laughs> these Andor, Cassian andor series uh, yeah sure
2: don't care <laughs> yeah me neither i don't understand why this series is happening
0: well it's rogue one that everybody loves so much well rogue- there are a lot of people it, it, who love rogue one yeah like that is true
2: i think so but the thing is is that i don't think any of us were like there for cassio keyboard what's his name Andor? yeah that's the name of the show one thing i feel from the prequels that they were able to do very well was that some characters that seemed kind of shallow through extended media they were able to flesh them out mm-hmm. Qui on gen being my prime example when i think of like characters that when you see them in the movie you're like that guy's nothing but then you learn about them and you're like oh they were able to do that with the prequels i don't know that there's enough there in just one movie with rogue one to you know give the show anything
1: i think there
2: is like Rogue One has a lot of fans, and there are a
1: lot of people who love that cast and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think we're dancing around it because none of us are super into that movie. I uh, like it's, about it's fine.
0: The last twenty minutes are pretty great. Yeah. Right? I like I yeah, like yeah. the last third a lot. And I, there's there's moments throughout the yeah, whole yeah, and movie I like the tone. I like the way it looks. I like the set design. It's
2: mm-hmm. a it's a movie that I would have on in the background. I just wouldn't. Oh, it's long. your Attack of the Clones. <laughs> it's my, <I'm> <laughs> But if you for if, very different reasons, <laughs> if
1: you if you look at the cast, I think it makes the most sense. Diego Luna is a pretty good actor who's recognizable to people. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna they're not gonna do like a Bodhi show because that'd be pretty boring. They're already <laughs> expanding. The Bodhi show. Yeah, well, he's my favorite character in the movie, but I just don't think he'd have that interesting of a backstory. Wait, which guy is this? He's the pilot who leaks the information. Oh, him.
0: Yeah, oh,
2: do like Rami him. Malek? Sorry, not Robbie Malick. Riz what? Ahmed. Yeah, Riz oh, Ahmed. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry,
1: th- their names are very similar. And then they're already expanding some of the other characters in the comics and stuff, so I think it makes sense for Andor. I would be excited
2: have- if it was uh, the Blind Jedi guy. Yeah, I've read some of their comics, and it's oh, pretty Oh, they have decent. comics? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, what, right on. Okay. You know, I
0: think, I mean, I haven't read them, but I feel like they might suit comics
2: more. Honestly, a little bit, because it's like, comics to me is kind of an area where you can get more out of something if you mm-hmm. want to, but it's not necessary. Yeah. I'm sure that there are gaps that are filled in some of the Star Wars go- that they're actually doing now, which is kind of cool, where it's like, uh, here's a War of the Bounty Hunters that Happen between this and this but you reading that comic is not detrimental to your knowledge of star wars Mm. you know and so comics are definitely like that and i feel like if you're a really big fan of rogue one then it's like pick up a comic about it i don't need an andor
0: series i'm sure though it'll be fine you see i i was mainly thinking about that in the sense of like the way that comic show fights are is like more visually like giving to them yeah i feel they had like a cool fight or two in the movie mm-hmm. but, like i wouldn't want to see that spread <laughs> out over multiple episodes whereas like right comics i feel like you can actually like shift it up and change like like little frames have more of an impact yeah than it, comics can make simple actions repeated over, and seem over again. bigger than they are yeah you know
2: like someone Punching in a comic, I mean a movie, it's three seconds and they're down. But in a po- in a comic, it's different. It's, you can it's an it it's an event, you, want, you yeah. know. You can stretch out time as much or as little as you want. Yeah, very much.
1: Um. So does Andor get a? I guess it gets a star gnaw from us. Honestly, What's, yeah. I mean, yeah. Is, if I there's guess, an in between, is there an in
0: between star man? Eh.
1: Yeah, like a Star- a Star Man. Man. This is the internet. No space yeah. for gray
0: areas. There are no gray Jedi. <laughs> it's Jedis. binary. All right, boys, let me pull up the Star Wars Reddit and ask them what they think. <laughs>
1: so I think those are the three we're definitely going to get. If we got a fourth, it would be Mando season three, probably.
2: Yeah, which, I mean, what can you really say? I mean, like, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, and I am too. Especially because, uh, and Caleb, this is spoilers for you, but essentially it's going to be him versus Bo-Katan for the throne of Mandalore, which, cool, I hope we get to see Mandalore in live action. I hope that it's a shorter season, I hope it's more focused. I kind of hope that Grogu doesn't show up again. And if he does, it's for a little episode or or something where it's like, hey, he's training with Luke, you know, by the way, Luke's nephew's being kind of weird. And you're like, oh, OK, save him. <laughs>
1: I'll watch season two eventually. Yeah,
0: no, that's all good. <laughs> I'm more so just curious to see like if I mean, you saw a lot of it in season two with like the multiple characters coming in and like leaving and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see as if they like actually intertwine it with other shows. Like yeah. I wonder if he interacts with Ahsoka again.
2: I don't. I don't know if I want that.
0: I don't know if I want it either. It's yeah. just it. would be interesting to see. I don't know, I don't happen, know the direction no. they'll take it, and I think that's kind of why I'm excited for it because I don't know what they're gonna do.
2: Yeah, I do, yeah. Because if season two proved out anything, you don't know who's gonna show up. I mean, like we had the revival of Boba Fett, Ahsoka Tano, Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. like. In the same season, and also seeing Bo-Katan in live action, I'm sure too they'll probably end up tying it in with uh with you know the Bad Batch and stuff like that as well because they kind of have been extending. should oh, be
0: fun. Yeah, yeah,
2: right. I would love that. Like, I, I think that they making they're making a lot of extended uh, extensions off of the animation because like Ezra Bridger showing up in Ahsoka and all that. So
1: Star Yos. And do you yeah, think we'll yeah. actually get
2: it next year, or do you think that'll be 2023?
1: 2023. Okay. I think they've got a lot going on. I don't think they would do Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian Season 3 in the same year. Yeah. It'd seem a little too similar. Yeah. The other three shows that have been announced, I'm just going to run through them really quick, and y'all can say anything you want about them. Acolyte, Lando, and
2: uh, Ahsoka. Acolyte, I am very excited about, because essentially it's set 100 years before Phantom Menace, mm. and they're doing it around based around a female character, that's all they've said, that essentially is trying to unlock some dark side stuff so i like the idea of it being high republic but also being technically now the first chronological thing in yeah. star wars now in live action that is i know they expand on some other stuff but uh yeah i'm very very excited for that one landa wait what do you what do you think alex
0: oh i don't care mean, i mean what? it'll it could be interesting just because i mean i assume it's donald glover right yeah it, yeah. yeah i mean i like him and so if, like, we'll yeah. we'll see well, how I it goes. I think actually
2: both of them have been announced. So I think it might be narrated by Billy D. Williams. Yeah.
0: And then like showing a young Lando stuff, which oh, that would be, be cool. Um, that would also be like a, a different thing because it's in more of like a, I guess a storytelling way. Yeah.
1: I, I think it has the potential to be the most fun. Lean into Lando. Lean into the fact that he just wants to have sex with anything that moves. And that <laughs>
0: I'd be okay with that.
1: Make it fun. But just don't take it seriously. Make it fun. <laughs> Right.
0: Yeah. deadpool don't try the to t-
1: don't try to tie it into any other Canon or any other series yeah that's probably not what we'll get that's what I want
2: I just eh, it's a star it's a star he like I'm just like sure. Well, and we also haven't seen much from it, right? Besides, Mm. Donald Glover might show up. It's like I need to know the premise of this to really like kind of get excited.
1: Yeah, but Alex, you're excited for Ahsoka. Yes, yeah, I am,
0: and it's mainly because like grew up watching Clone Wars. It's one of my favorite shows, and I really enjoy her. And like even as I've grown up, I've like gotten to enjoy like her character development more. But my thing is. We don't see a lot of her after Revenge of the Sith, even though she yeah. is in Rebels. I mean, she might be in more of it than I think she is. She is in a sh- pretty good deal of season two. I would say... It's is a- it just that season, though? Uh,
2: Yeah, it's just that season. I okay.
0: Believe. So for me, it's more of just like, I want to see her life. I want to see where she, where she goes, what she does. I assume at some point she'll meet Luke and she'll be like, what's your name? Well, uh- um,
2: Hayden Christensen's <laughs> been confirmed to come back as Anakin for that one for the Ahsoka series. Wait, really? Yeah, so I have a feeling we're going to see like maybe flashbacks. Uh-huh. I would love oh, to see. Oh, that'd be good. Dude, I'm that's not going to lie. If is. I see a flashback of her and him wearing the Clone War armor and all that and live that'd be, action, that'd be cool. I'm going to cry. But they'd like, just... have to
1: they'd have to get a different actress, right? No. Okay. Uh, the timeline with Ahsoka... I mean, I mean, it, you, just make, depends. you just make her tendrils shorter. It's fine. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll understand. It would also be fine to get a new actress. I just feel like yeah. that would probably be something we would hear about relatively soon.
2: Yeah, that's fair. I'm really excited for Ahsoka as well. I think I think she has the potential to be a Star Wars character that is kind of equivalent to Harley Quinn starting from animation and then going into live, live action. action because oh, like yeah. harley quinn wasn't a comic book character like she was just created for the animated series because joker needed a girlfriend okay and because of her popularity in that she became a comic book character she became a movie thing they were like gonna have her in the movie in like the late 90s but it just didn't happen yeah so like my mm. thought is like ahsoka started in this thing that no one cared about and now that she's this big character that everyone's like, oh, yeah, I don't like Star Wars that much, but Ahsoka's great, you know, mm-hmm. like like when they would tune in and watch. But yeah, I think she has potential. I really do. Moving on to the video games. This is going to be
1: a packed category. And this is really the section where it's like, this stuff will probably get pushed off at some point. Yeah, but yeah. we're excited for them. But the first one definitely is, it has its release date. It's early 2022, and that's Hunters. This is basically Overwatch, but with Star Wars characters.
2: Mm. It's free-to-play kind of thing, It's right? free-to-play. It's okay,
1: on I'll mo- try it then. It's yeah. only on mobile and Switch, which means it's not going to run well, and it's going <laughs> to yeah. have bad. It'll run, like yeah, yes. it, like, <laughs> it'll run like a cheese grater. Yeah, it'll run like a cheese grater. The graphics are, or not the graphics. Characters are fun. There's obviously, like, you have your bounty hunter archetype. You have your Jedi archetype. He's a droid. His distinction yeah. is J3DI, which I think that's is fun. To that's... <laughs> but like, but then, too,
2: like you see like a Wookiee. Like, yeah, you see
1: a Wookiee. My favorite is there's one named Wutini, which is two Jawas on top of each other. <laughs> really? And then, I didn't yeah. Him. And then there's an Ugnut who's piloting a droidica. So like. <laughs>
0: There's some fun, goofy stuff. That's awesome.
1: I wish that it looked better. But also, I'm not like a gamer that much. So I'm fine if I play if I can play it on my phone.
2: Yes, if you all were deceived, Caleb isn't too much of a gamer, but he sure is a nerd. I, I feel attacked. Of, I just made fun of you on your own podcast. I'm going to hop on that, that. Jawa's shoulders and shoot you. <laughs> I'm going to get on Alex's shoulders, and I'm going to hold you it? down in a grudge match. So this is probably... <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> Nothing. What? Please this... don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so this is probably going to get very tentative Star Wars yas for me, just because I know I will play it for one month straight every day, like I did with Pokemon <clears throat> Unite, and then I would <laughs> never... then I will completely forget about it. I probably
2: won't touch it. Uh, so just because uh, eh, I'm not... I'm i not really into games like Overwatch.
0: I'm not into big multiplayer things. Neither am I. I just guy. want to play two Jawas on their shoulder. Yeah, each that's other's that, shoulders. you know that's a fair desire. I will play this game for 20 minutes and then not do anything with it. I
1: will say the big value here is that it will give us a new clear red flag. If you are dating someone who wants to play the bounty hunter option when you have all these other cool options, that's a red flag.
2: That's fair. If they don't look at the if they don't look at the Ughnot piloting the Droidika and go, that sounds fun at least. Like, yeah, come on.
1: The next one. Is is probably the one that y'all will talk about the most yeah, uh, eclipse and it's probably also the one that it won't come out next year but we'll get more no, information. probably not but
2: yeah. yeah probably not but the thing is for me is that one thing that I've noticed Star Wars has kind of been doing lately that I'm very excited for is just that they've been filling in a lot of gaps. They've been trying to establish more of a canon now that Disney does have control of it. I feel like at this point, they uh, kind of shot themselves on the foot with the new trilogy. Not not to speak illy, like the, the quality of the movies is fine. They're fine movies at the end of the day. But it's like, that is a weird bookend but you can't quite build off of them. So they've been looking at, all right, where are the spaces of time that we could fill in? Oh, we have after episode six. So like, we'll do a Mandalorian, Boba Fett, all that. It's all there. But then it's like with the video games, with the comics, you can go back as far as you want and risk the reception of something that is representing something like the High Republic era. And so when you have Eclipse, straight up, if you wouldn't have told me it was Star Wars... I wouldn't have known it was Star Wars for the first half of it.
0: Oh, yeah. I didn't know what I was watching when I, I watched, oh, watched the reveal the of it live, like watching the Game Awards. Okay. And I was like, what is this? This is weird. And then they're just like, oh, it's Star Wars. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're like, oh, like- and it's set in, like, the High Republic area. And it kind of goes back to what I was telling. I don't what's, I don't even remember if I was saying this on the podcast. What I was telling Caleb earlier, where it's like, I haven't really had anything that... uh like, has gotten me excited for the High Republic. And so when, I've, when yeah. I saw, like, this this game happening that looked interesting but we know next to nothing about, that gets me excited. Yeah. Like, I'm like, cool. I finally have, like, an in to figure out what this, like, new era is all about. And that, yeah.
1: that should be the exact direction they take with these eras if they have more, like, the High Republic. Mm. Set in an era let the people go wild and do their own things with it. Yeah. And like you shouldn't ever have to read every single book or re- read every comic yes. so that you can then play this game. Mm-hmm. Just build out a sandbox and let people play in
2: there. Yeah, and I think too, it's interesting that they're treating it... it it's interesting that Quantum Dreams is doing it because, uh, for those of you who don't know, Quantum Dreams is a studio that did um, Detroit Become Human. They Beyond did two Souls. Uh, Beyond Two Souls, yeah. did Heavy Rain, which I, I'll still say Heavy Rain and Detroit are probably the two strongest of those two, but they're essentially playable movies where you make decisions but i look at this and it's like it looks like almost like mass effect but with not like not as intense gameplay i imagine yeah. and I, I find that really interesting that they're essentially going hey choose your own adventure in this time period where star wars really hasn't been explored too much in in most mainstream media yeah well i mean the first cyber public stuff what it came out last year yeah, yeah it's so, very new very fertile ground and also, um, I mean, it's comics and books and stuff, so yeah. it's like, that, that's not like, oh my god, everyone's reading the new High Republic book, guys, you talk to Kathy down the street?
0: It's, we finally- But Kathy does play video games. Kathy does play video games. <laughs> <laughs> quantic f- dreams! <laughs> we, we finally have, like, a new thing to just fully discover with it. Yeah. And it's because it's not like it exists, but it's not popular. But like you can see like, okay, they're starting to angle stuff towards it. That's cool. Yeah. But
2: it's also cool too that like from the trailer, I mean, the first things we see are like these alien creatures that look like Voldemort and uh, the Ebony Maw from Infinity War. They look, just very strange and they're beating all these drums and it's all like black and gray and what's cool about that is i'm like the first thing they showed us was not generic star wars mm-hmm. It what you could have easily i mean they do have a shot of the jedi council and yoda's there which i'm like okay that'd be cool to interact with a slightly younger yoda yeah um but what i find interesting is that they did not show like Here's a hallway that looks like a, it's in a Star Destroyer. Here's a building that looks like it's on Coruscant. Like, you didn't didn't do that. It was like, hey, here's this weird race of beings that are beating on drums in unison for some reason. The only thing I think you could even draw a little story out of is you
1: see the... Uh... You see that army coming forwards, and then you see a blue and a red lightsaber ignite at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, oh, there's a threat that the Jedi and the Sith are coming together on, which is cool.
2: Which that um, is really interesting Yeah, to me, if, but, if they are going that direction. But
1: like, so far, all we have to go off of is vibes, and they seem like cool enough vibes. I won't play the game
2: because it's too much. It's too much investment, and I just can't bring myself to do it.
1: Honestly, yeah, I'm not.
2: I'm not. <laughs> I was gonna say Caleb. I, I feel like I know you well TV, enough. He's not yeah. gonna play the yeah. games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I also just don't. I like. I didn't. I didn't like Heavy Rain. I didn't like Detroit: Become Human solely because not because they're bad games, just because I don't vibe with those type of games. Yeah. So, but I will be very happy to watch the uh, the Noah Codwell Gervais review of this. It's <laughs> like eight hours long, and I'll get all my knowledge
0: from it from that.
2: So. <laughs> All right, Alex, now we're going to talk about Lego Star Wars trilogy. Yay. The, how do the, you feel the about The game it?
0: that just won't come out, but I'm still really excited for. Yeah, well, so has it been it's like, com- delayed, or like, what's oh, the it's thing? it's been delayed like, a few times, I it think. It is but the Morbius of it, video games. <laughs> <laughs> Last time they talked... Okay, okay, to put into perspective how long it's been delayed... When when they announced the second delay for like for it to come out like in March of twenty twenty two or like mm. springtime, I don't know if it ex- if it is exactly March, but I went to their Twitter page. Their last tweet before that was a delay for it to come out in uh springtime of twenty twenty-one. <laughs> oh I kid you not. I, I don't know if it's still the same way, but they were right next to each other. <laughs> that is and it was it was you so sad would... but so funny at the same time. You think they
2: would just like add like a
0: buffer like post and just be like let's just tweet like a picture of like oh here's what the game looks like
2: uh, oh, here's box art like something like that no
0: they i mean they have revealed stuff like that no nah, but i'm just saying just but it, it was after like they, that it was after they did the delay again yeah but, yeah. but no it's uh i mean i was about okay I'm, i was about to say it's on track i don't know if it's actually on track to come out in springtime but they haven't delayed it again so that's hope. so
2: there's hope <laughs> it would that's be hope.
1: absolutely ridiculous if it did not come out at least in summer
2: yeah you would yeah. think I, I like too that these new lego games are much different than the earlier ones from what Mm -hmm. it looks like i mean like i'm not i'm not trying to sound super invested in the lego game universe they look more like just really cartoony cool third person shooters than they are like walk around gotta find the piece oh you didn't get enough gold legos to unlock the door gotta play the level again just smash everything in the canteen this time
0: it's just so stupid did you uh did you ever play lego force awakens no no it it was uh it was very interesting in in the way that they like changed it up because it was very much like kind of third person over the shoulder shooter in ways but also like as you went into different sections like you would see with more modern games the Mm -hmm. combat like changed according to what you were doing
2: oh okay and it wasn't
0: it wasn't like the old games where it was just kind of like static you have your weapon and you run around I'm, i'm curious to see because I feel like they'll blend the two given the fact that, like, it's this one's more them. open world based and you get to, like, fly around to different planets. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I thought yeah, it was so there's just a whole, all of like, the games, like, kind of together. Like No, no, no. It's a completely new thing. Oh, really? It's okay. not the old games.
2: So, hang on a minute. Did they do Lego Force Awakens? They did not do Lego Last Jedi. And they no. They did not do Lego. No, Rise of Skywalker. no they did not. <laughs>
1: I think they announced it before Rise of Skywalker came out, didn't they? What? That they were doing the trilogy.
0: Altogether. The, the complete, oh, saga. Yeah, complete saga. Yeah, it's the complete saga. Yeah, not even the sequel. So it's the nine. It I is. Would, nine it is movies. the nine movies. I would imagine wow. Force yeah.
1: Awakens didn't sell as well as they were hoping, so they're like getting all of them together would be the. Wiser, generation. right? Yeah, very much. Also, so. I'm
2: just imagining an entire game based upon the existential themes presented in The Last Jedi and save the animals. You can play as the thing that milk drinks, that that, that Luke drinks the milk out of. <laughs> that milk drinks the Luke out <laughs> milk of. Milk drinks the Luke
1: out of. I don't know. I really like the it's idea lukewarm. of, I really like the idea of Lego Ray running. Lego Ray running up Lego Ray! Lego <laughs> Ray! I really like the idea of Lego Ray running up to Lego Luke, and then they just have a long long conversation
2: (laughs) and then eventually uh then eventually
1: palpatine
2: the jedi
1: they take away
0: all the lego humor that they've been known (laughs) to implement and it's just normal dialogue yeah it's just ripped straight from the (laughs) movies that'd be great i love the image of lego luke looking at her and just being like you went
2: straight to the dark side you didn't even give it a second thought (laughs) you,
0: you know what makes that idea better there is a setting to uh turn off the dialogue and have the classic like
1: uh, yeah really
0: yeah there's oh, gonna be a setting so i mean assuming they're not like taking that out for performance reasons yeah that's why they, <laughs> it got the delayed the, uh,
2: the mumble <laughs> setting won't come in right
0: <laughs> but now i'm just picturing that really long awful drawn out extended conversation just with, <laughs> That would be an art piece. (laughs) That would be (laughs) art. Like he's (laughs) talking about the ideology (laughs) of the Jedi,
2: and then when he goes on the the Falcon to try it, like and he asks where Han is, he goes like, and then it just cuts. (laughs) Uh, What
1: about Kotor, Uh,
2: the the Knights of the Old Republic remake? So I think me and Alex kind of have the same opinion on this one. Keep the story, (laughs) nothing else. Yeah, trash the gameplay. Yeah, (laughs) the thing is too. That's where it belongs. So (laughs) you tried it out, you just couldn't get into it. Yeah,
0: it's. Uh, well, one i don't on li- pc i don't like most turn-based stuff uh, dude i've tried it on multiple things really? i've tried it on pc i've tried it on console i don't i base. do not enjoy it listen yo, i'm gonna turn-based can be okay it's not good no for i'm a, gonna make i'm gonna it's make a not lot good for of star the, wars combat the, yeah the context
2: <laughs> of it within the story is not great i'm, I'm gonna, sorry go ahead i'm gonna make a
1: lot of gamers mad right now any turn-based game is automatically terrible I hate turn based combat. Which I mostly is really agree. Our, which is really weird because I really like D and D, which is just turn based combat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's what makes me shy away from making a statement is like like that is because for me, I really like Pokemon yeah it's not it's it's not deep i thought you were gonna be like (laughs) it's not very interesting but it's fun and i and i feel like i can't trash turn base completely for that i thought you were gonna be like
2: you know i can't make that statement just because you know i'm a twitch streamer i've got gamer cred i can't (laughs) i can't do this listen i can't go watch my my rep go watch my review of octopath traveler My thing is, this is like with turn base, is that like it depends on the context with Pokemon. That's kind of the gimmick of like catching them all. Teaching yeah. them the tricks and, and all of that uh, with KOTOR. It was it just made it me feel It That's felt like I was walking through mud the whole time where you're just like, I just want to get where I'm going. And especially with the story in that game being so cool and i think that's i think that's the reason people remember it as well as they do the story yeah i think the story is the the whole reason why i mean darth revan and all that i I think too what's cool the implication for me at least is that they're kind of making kotor canon just kind of cool like hey we're remaking it here it is oh new cutscenes, new dialogue here's darth revan hey we have a toy of him it's like Mm -hmm. if they were planning on doing more than just referencing legends then they wouldn't be putting this much into it. I don't think. They would just do something new. Yeah. So I I am very, very, very excited for this. I am too.
1: So we don't have any movies coming out next year, but we do have two. We have a couple... Ideas of what movies are coming out. Including Rogue Squadron. Rouge Squadron. Oh yeah, I misspelled it. Yeah, uh, yeah we have a we oh, have I a list of
2: we have a list of the things and uh, and Caleb has made several uh, spelling errors. Oh, I suck he at spelling. It. It. Including Rogue,
0: He misspelled Rogue, but he perfectly spells Taika Waititi. I <laughs> did. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So um, Rogue Squadron, which, Caleb, I think you'll be pretty excited about because you you seem to be like a Patty Jenkins like supporter. Well,
1: yeah, least. my thing is that I, I'm not crazy about the first Wonder Woman. I like the second one a lot. I like Wonder Woman 1984 a lot. Um, and I think Patty Jenkins is a really good filmmaker, and she was someone who I wanted Star Wars to pick for a long time. Mm-hmm. thing is, I'm not super excited about having a Rogue Squadron movie. I don't know. I, I think Patty Jenkins would be more interesting in a more ground-based story. Mm, so Yeah. So I just have to wait and see. I am excited to see what she brings to the world. Mm-hmm. I think visually I want it to look more like 1984 than the first Wonder Woman. But Yeah, you know. I hope I hope that would come across. But in reality, it will probably just look like anything Star Wars.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I find it interesting that they're doing Rogue Squadron because it's like, well, are they adapting the book? Or are they just taking the title? Are they adapting the video game? Or are they just taking the title? Like I, I imagine they're just taking the title, right? Yeah, I imagine they might pull some elements from them, but I don't think that they'll be like, Well, that's a very obscure game from from the Nintendo sixty four era. People need to know. That
0: game we, very we good. Shouldn't, though. We shouldn't downplay it. Oh, that game it's was a great huge. Game. Yeah, It was a fair. I played game. through most of it last year. And like, even as someone who doesn't like enjoy most games from that era, that is a good game. It's good. I played it over to friend's house, like uh, maybe
2: like a year ago. Oh my God, it was so good. Yeah. Like so much fun.
1: I will be more excited for it when we see stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was released same time as Taika Waititi and those people along with James Mangold were like the people was like, these need to be working on Star Wars right now. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen anything from Taika Waititi because he's been working on Love and Thunder. Yeah, once that's out, maybe we'll start hearing more about that i don't think we'll get the trailer i just wanted to throw it up there because maybe like maybe next december we'll get a teaser or something maybe
2: well i think we'll at least get a title um because like the fact that oh i think i think we'll get a title at star
1: wars celebration
2: oh that's fair actually yeah the thing is it's just kind of weird they came out the gate with like rogue squadron directed by patty jenkins various project by taika i like to the only quote that i've seen from him so far is that he says This Star Wars movie so far that I'm writing, uh, it feels very me, and with that, that could mean anything. I hope that it's honest to what he wants to do in the world. Because the cool thing about his past movies, like Thor, Thor Ragnarok, Hump for the Wilder People, and then uh, JoJo Rabbit, is that they are have humor, but they're not. They 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 all feel like. taika watiti they don't feel like he is a director who has never not been himself yeah they're and not if... the same movies but they all feel like taika watiti that's what
1: yeah. I'm yeah and star wars knows that because of what he's been doing with disney so i don't think that they'll get in
2: his way mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense And i think too they they probably know that if they get in his way he'll he could just give him a middle finger and just be like
0: yeah i'm done oh yeah he can do anything right now oh he's... yeah
2: He's Taika Waititi. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I am too. Uh, even though, like, I've only seen a couple of his movies, from what I've been able to see through Thor and Jojo Rabbit being, like, my new favorite movie ever, Yeah, it's just, saying, like, There are a few people who love that movie the way you do. If there's anything that, like, he knows, is he knows how to, like, perfectly nail emotion. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and like, any emotion. Like, not not just, like, you know, sad, depressing, depressing, depressing. Depressing Holocaust motion, <laughs> 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 emotion. <laughs> <laughs> well, like he knows how to like make things badass and like triumphant and also and also sad and also humorous and lighthearted. And he has just, a big. He emotional knows exactly spectrum. how to nail what he's going for. I and so even though we don't know anything about this movie, I trust it's gonna be good. Do you because think because he, he's gonna do a good job with it.
1: Do you think and this is hard to say because we have no idea what the movie's about. Think we'll see any of the actors that he's worked with pop in. I think Steven Merchant or um oh my be, god he'd be a
2: great person yeah, <laughs> hello dude make Steven Merchant a droid. That would be fe- yeah. that would be great. That'd
0: be great. Yeah, I, yeah.
2: It could be very like Wheatley from Portal. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think... I'd be okay with that. Yeah, me too. (laughs) And I also think there are a lot of actors he probably
1: hasn't worked with that would be chomping at the bit. And he'll probably play someone. I know he's already played an IG unit. He'll probably play someone else, though.
2: You know, come to think of it with Taika, what I do like is that I think what makes his films interesting is that they're genuine to the point of almost being corny but it comes off as more genuine than corny yeah with thor it's a it's a great example to be like you know yeah it's a silly rock monster His name's Korg and he just talks like a normal person because that would probably happen if one of those existed somewhere. But the point being is like, uh, he'll do that and be like, check it out. Isn't it awesome if there was a dragon and immigrant song was playing in the background? Yes, it would be awesome. It would be stupid, but it would be awesome. But then there are moments like with Thor looking over at Loki and being like, I mourned for you. I, I mm-hmm. cried for you, and like the moment towards the end too, where like they're all together and they've survived. It's
0: it's great. It's, yeah. it's yeah.
2: genuine. All the emotions are genuine in his movies. Oh yeah,
1: and that's the thing. Humphrey the Wilder people is the story oh, about grief fun. and loss, and this this old man bonding with this young kid. But then at the end, it just has like a DEA agent, like yeah. not a DEA agent, like a child protective services agent riding a tank. Yeah, like it's it's so silly <laughs> for the children. Man, I g- need to watch. Yeah, you need dude, to watch. you've got to watch that. People. I think it, if you
2: like Jojo Rabbit, you'll love it is it (laughs) is
1: the guy from i i always forget his name and our friend of the podcast bryce will be very mad at me for forgetting him but it's the kid from deadpool 2 um fire fist julian dennison i think is his name yeah it's him and sam neill interesting yeah yep
2: okay and so the last one we have is kevin feige i just feel like we needed to mention that
1: yeah um, because i'm sure someone would text me it's like you don't mention kevin feige's box so who cares he's
2: just producing it like this gives us absolutely no information about it I think that if he's going to do anything, I think that he might try and help them build up the universe in the movies. Just for conjecture's sake, let's assume that this one comes out after Rogue Squadron and after Taika Waititi. What I imagine they'll do is that they might be heading in a Marvel-esque direction and going, hey, here's this individual Star Wars movie. Hey, here's another individual Star Wars movie. Oh, we kind of want to tie them together or do something where these maybe exist closer together than we think. I think Kevin Feige is good at planting seeds and good at going... This thing can be integral to your story, but also branch off into something else.
1: Yeah, I think they need to be careful with this because yes. you don't want Star Wars to look like Marvel, yes, or to feel like Marvel. You need Disney do, needs to keep these things separate. But you know, he's a very talented producer who has made the most successful film franchise of all time built
2: that up over the last daredevil years. starring ben affleck exactly <laughs> he also produced the first three sam Raimi sam, spider-man movies and no one talks about that oh really oh he's yeah been, he got uh, his work on like doing x-men and all of that he's oh, been uh, in the game for sweet. a very long time so don't um, question him <laughs> i don't think
1: that his involvement is going to materialize into anything that you can easily pinpoint. Because ultimately the best thing a producer can be is invisible. Yes. All the other Star Wars things that are rumored, like Ryan Johnson's trilogy still hasn't been debunked, but he's working on the Knives Out stuff with Netflix. So I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah.
2: The only quote that he said about it is that he said like, uh, someone asked like hey is that still happening and he was like i've been talking with Lucasfilm, but we haven't shot anything yet yeah um and so i'm like that could be anything they could probably i I actually see that one getting canceled i think well i i think he'll just leave like
1: i'm not sure disney wants to do it i'm not sure he wants to do it why would he put up with the fans again like honestly when he that's fair (laughs) yeah like when he. why would i
2: give this jedi this broom holding jedi child a movie
1: (laughs) when he can go to netflix and get like a huge payout for doing knives out three and four
2: doing what he wants
1: yeah he has complete control over too
2: because mm-hmm. it's not tied to a big franchise it's just really hard to do something extremely experimental in the context of a big franchise when yeah. it's like hey can we take this in this direction and it's like well the stocks well the chart says like <laughs> stunks. <"Stonks."
1: laughs> <laughs> So the next thing we have is the comics. This is weird. We all read
2: comics. Yeah. <laughs> but none of us read the Star None Wars of us comics. are reading Star Wars There's comics. been a few that I've been interested in. I, a few that I've kind of read over the year. I mean, Alex, you kind of said like, you know, last year you were kind of like getting into I the mean, Marvel
0: run. T- to be fair, it was like the first. Well, I, okay. I, I read like. Two like... Or
2: three volumes. Two or three one from or from
0: like the the main casts, and then like two or three from Vader. I was going to say, so Va- it's it's not Vader's like the one I've read the most but... of.
1: Yeah, the Vader stuff's good. All the Marvel stuff has been pretty solidly competent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's been
2: maybe a little hamstrung by having to be canonical for me at least. It's kind of weird to like have some of the flagship characters in your comics be ones you just made up, like you know, like Doctor Alpha or whatever her name is. I was just like, I'm sure this is a fine book, but I'm like,
1: that's the stuff that gets me more excited is, really yeah the stuff like the bounty hunter wars and stuff like that like it's cool that there's a lando series hmm. but i don't know if i was to pick up a book and the two that i'm highlighting here one is an established character one is not hmm. so it will be interesting just to see in our discussion how that unfolds. But yeah,
2: I would be more drawn to them
1: because I think that would give them more freedom.
2: I don't know. I I really enjoyed the Maul series. I also really enjoyed the the Vader down arc, especially when it's it's literally just Darth Vader versus he crashes and is surrounded by like armies of the rebellion and it's Mm -hmm. just Vader going ham. And I'm like, give me this movie. Like, do this. That would be a cool movie. Just The guy who did, like, The Raid or something, like, a really cool, like, Korean action movie. And just have it be no dialogue. You know what it's like,
0: conceptually? It's like the Ewok movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there He you crashes go. <laughs> there. Instead of small little teddy bears, Dude, he's Vader surrounded by rebel Ewoks. soldiers. Vader versus Ewoks.
2: <laughs> that would be like the anti Ewok movie because it's like the reverse yeah. factions. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like same concept. Basically, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I like it. So the first
1: one we're going to talk about. There's a Han and Chewie book. Uh, Mark Guggenheim is writing. He's done comics and screenplays. Oh he's, Guggenheim, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's He's a pretty, I haven't read anything from him, but he seems to be No, he's a big,
2: he's a big name. I like him. Yeah. And then,
1: um, does it say he was doing penciled by David Messina? I've heard that name. Yeah. Another problem I have with the comics, the stuff that I have read, it's all house style. There's no like room for experimentation and stuff.
2: Yeah. I kind of wish that there was more just room in the Star Wars comics to let artists like speak. I mean, you kind of said it when we were talking about Clone Wars, you know, like how something like gender, Jendi Tartakovsky's Clone Wars at the time could could do anything it wanted but when with the clone wars when that came out it felt much more in line with that brand integrity mm-hmm. so i think it's kind of unfortunately the box that star wars is in and why people probably don't think it could be stylistically different
1: yeah i do like guggenheim's the way he's approaching han's character in this he he said let me pull up the quote it's interesting because the cornerstone of han's character is that he wants to be a jerk a selfless or a selfish criminal but he has the idealistic streak That always gets in his way. And so I kind
2: of like that idea for the character. He got a lot out of those movies. Like, you know what I mean? Like for him to make that profound of a quote about Han Solo, a character that in any other movie would be extremely one note. But like, there's that depth to Han. And I could see a Han and Chewie series being a really fun series, especially for Marvel.
1: Yeah, I probably won't read it. Like, month to month. But if I I hear good things, I'll pick
2: up and trade. Yeah, i pick up and trade.
1: The next thing is Halcyon Legacy. And this is starting, I believe, in January. It is the story of a ship. So it's not the story of a particular character or anything. Just it's going to chart, like, the different adventures that happen on this ship over... Like that's the cool. course of, and I think it's going to begin in high Republic and then go through the prequels and stuff like that.
2: Oh, that's, um, way that's up. neat. Actually. That's really cool. And like, I mean, I imagine that's a like a limited series or is yeah, that, I think
0: it's
1: six issues.
2: Oh, really? Okay, that's oh. cool. I have this image of like, you know, growing attached to the ship. That's that's kind of cool to build that around a ship instead of a, a Jedi or something like that. Because ships are arguably like the other iconic part of Star Wars that we don't talk about. You know, it's always like lightsabers, Jedi, Sith. But it's like, if not the, for the ships, I wouldn't have bought the Lego sets.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> um, That's going to be written by Ethan Sachs and drawn by uh, Will Sliney. Oh, Will Sliney? Yeah. I love his stuff. Okay. Well, that's an unfortunate last name. I don't know him. You did that. You you got me. You done got me. But um, here's the one downside of that I really like that idea, but it's tied into the next thing we're going to talk about because it's the ship from Galactic no. Star Cruiser. What? <laughs> you Caleb,
0: wonder
1: you wonder ex- how they picked their ship.
0: My excitement level just plummeted. Oh to god, it's a hell. marketing tool. It's a marketing no. tool. But you, I think that whole premise got me so excited. I was so happy. But it's so hurt by what by what we're about to talk about. And I
2: thought I got Caleb. Okay, turns <laughs> yeah, out so it was Caleb. C- that Caleb got is me laughing the whole so time. hard that the veins have reemerged <laughs> in his forehead from earlier. They popped back out. They popped out. Out. I them back in. <laughs>
1: I, I still think there's like the very rough potential that it could be good, right? But no matter what, it's going to be the best piece of Star Wars media involving the Halcyon because Galactic Star Cruiser, which for those of you who don't know, it's a cruise, but it's Star Wars, but it also costs you like an arm, a leg, your first child, and a billion dollars. Like it's way too expensive uh-huh. and-,
0: and a billion dollars. All you'll have to do is sacrifice your mortal soul to the Dark Lord Cthulhu. There was something I thought about just watching those words on the screen, waiting to talk about it. It's just, can you imagine at the end of, like, say it actually is amazing, Mm -hmm. and it's like this immersive and, like, borderline life-changing for a Star Wars fan experience. Say all that's true, and then, like, just at the end of the three days or whatever it is, the warehouse doors open, and you're just looking at, like, a tree in a parking lot. (laughs) it's the fire festival of huh, like, star wars, wars. It's be, it would be such like a weird <laughs> transition <laughs> to, to just go back to normal life yeah I so like you're not star wars themed it cost, i was in a world
2: for three days
0: no but more so just like it you're supposed to be in like space and so your mind like might yeah. get adjusted to at least something like that, yeah. And then you step out, and it's just like, okay, it's a cloudy day. <laughs> so it's... can I get uh, another wampa? What for is there punch? a thirty percent chance of rain? And... <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it starts around uh, four thousand eight hundred dollars for two
0: people. Jeez, why?
1: And about six thousand for four people.
0: <laughs> what? Wait, wait, wait. Is that total or is that each? Though I'm not sure.
2: Announcing the Star Wars Therapy Patreon. Yeah, but like where we want to go on a cruise, and, <laughs> and there
1: will there will definitely be like family packs and stuff like that. But that is so expensive, and for something where like it has a storyline and like you can you can go explore different stuff. Like it seems like a thing that you would want to do multiple times. Uh-huh. I don't see how this is viable. And like, is this meant for adults? Is this meant for kids? Do you
0: can, think they'll eventually lower the prices? I know I know it's it's. Disney I don't think and this thing Star will Wars. last
1: more than three years.
0: You see, but I wonder no. if like in that time they actually do like lower it and make it more accessible because i do like the idea oh, i want to go cool, to this. it's a cool idea the problem is it's it's completely
2: inaccessible the, the problem the <laughs> problem is this it's like it, it's the kind of idea that you have when you're a kid and you're like oh my god wouldn't that be amazing oh yeah. my god what if i had a place where that was just themed like star wars and all the drinks were like star wars and all the food was like star wars but then you think of as an adult how to viably make the the happiness you felt envisioning that a reality is too expensive to be feasible. So it's just like, yeah, I could live this baby's man dream for like three days. But then when I go back to real life, I realize that real life sucks. (laughs) I'm evicted. (laughs) I I, I I
0: hope it becomes accessible. Me too. It'll probably die before it does that. But I hope it does. This is the movie pass of Cruises. (laughs) Here's the
1: thing. The price point I'm seeing for Galaxy's Edge, right? is a hundred to a couple hundred, depending on when you go, what time of year, and how much you spend when you're there. I can go to Galaxy's Edge 500 times <laughs> <laughs> for the price of going on the Galactic Star
0: Cruise. This is not the proletariat Star Wars piece of media. The <laughs> proletariat we Guys, when we're, we're, when we're in our 60s and doing our 100th episode... Uh, 100th should, episode? <laughs> should we go to... Uh, <laughs> Take a long break. Should we go to Galaxy's Edge and... <laughs> and just when, it, when it costs 4,800
2: uh, 4, crypto bucks... 14 Favors
0: the brave.
2: Yeah, I need to get.
0: Oh, I, I need to get to some Gallows great. I
2: need to get some great
1: Star Wars NFTs so that I can just the price can accumulate over the couple of years, guys. This is not like
2: the speculator boom if in the nineties. Trust in Seven NFTs, you get four days in the park. <laughs> <laughs> can we have your two Jawas on top of each other? <laughs> yeah, Star Cruiser.
1: It's weird. It's gonna bomb. Yeah, um, yeah. Or maybe not. There are a lot of rich people out yeah. there. We aren't them, so you know we'll be like a. Oh, how am I blanking on his name? Late night show, but it's it's all pranking the guests. Uh, Hannibal Burris is on it. Oh, oh Eric it yeah, would we'll be like Eric Andre. Yeah, like shaking the gate. Let me in.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me in.
1: <laughs> the final thing I want to talk about. And
0: this is Caleb.
1: This is all me, yep, baby.
0: This is a soliloquy. He's prepared this all day. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> Star Wars Legos. Um, I Not don't, Lego
0: Star Wars, mind you. Star Wars Legos. Star Wars Legos. Which
2: I will say before you start, I do think... Star Wars and Lego have gone hand in hand for a very long time from video Mm -hmm. games to everything but the first things people wanted when Legos came out was oh dude if these characters were Star Wars with little lightsabers
0: when I was a kid the only Legos I cared about for like a few years at least were Star Wars Legos I didn't care about any other kind yeah
2: I wanted enough to look like a clone army Mm. none at least five
1: no piece of Star Wars media has brought me as much joy as my Star Wars Legos oh I love them
2: so much (laughs) oh he says with a canned Tina scene actually in his dining room you read my mind i was about
1: to yep.
0: say for context <laughs> yeah i may have bought <laughs> I the, I the full into in the other room <laughs>
1: i may have bought the maz eisley set uh, and you know that maybe could have gotten me a trip to galaxy's edge if i had spent that <laughs> money but it would have gotten me onto galactic star cruiser so and it's an investment worth watching.
0: for those of you wondering the millennium falcon is not to scale <laughs> It's just a little bit smaller than I would Please prefer. Please don't ever do that. Breathe in again, <laughs> uh, dude.
1: I, I do it around my there's girlfriend all about the time. That. So we know what the January releases are because obviously the promotional images for those have already come out. There's a lot of hoth sets coming out. Oh um, really? Yeah, and there's a there's a battle pack, and then there's an ATST. So some people are thinking that because for those of you who don't know there
2: are people theorizing about this stuff yes yes
1: (laughs) for people who don't know lego announces um they announce how many sets are being dropped in a month and then they'll announce the price points and then the number of pieces so you can kind of get an idea about what stuff you're looking at so some people think that some of the big one of the big expensive sets that's going to come springtime or late winter is going to be a hoth set which i think would be pretty cool i have a little bit of a some hoth stuff so it'd be cool to build that out maybe not with the huge
2: set i'll probably get the atst
1: uh there's a clone battle pack which is cool because they have not really been touching the prequels much
2: yeah i think the most recent thing they they did was like the the clone carrier ship thing which got like stupid expensive yeah that
1: was part of their uh their master class series i think yeah i think that
2: was just because fans were like i need one of these yeah it was
1: it won a poll the, oh, yeah. the the designers are only designing stuff that's either from
2: Mandalorian or from the original trilogy, I'm which not is a lie, disappointment. I was so tempted when I I was at like
0: Target the other day and I saw like the Razor Crest there and I was like, oh, I want
2: it because it comes with Boba Fett and Mando.
0: Well, that, in- that's how I feel whenever I see the set of the A Wing. Oh, dude, I don't. I don't even yeah. know why. It's just I see that, and I'm just like, I want that because it, it's so. It specific. has a stand. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and yeah. speaking
1: speaking of Boba Fett and Mandalorian, we'll probably get more sets of those. A lot of people think that we're gonna get Boba's palace. Um, yeah. Although the piece count is very small for that one, they have a helmet series where you can build the people's helmets out. So we're getting one for yeah, Mandalorian. We're cool. getting one yeah. for Luke. Um, we're getting Luke's land speeder as part of the master class. We're getting one for Luke. Yeah, it's his X-wing helmet. But I hate it because it's faces on it and it's really creepy I was, gonna, uh,
0: well, I was gonna say
2: hopefully it's not mark hamill's head but
0: here we are i really like the scout trooper one that they have yeah that was oh cool. yeah i like that for one. for context because i don't think i've said it on the uh, podcast before i work at a target and so i pass this stuff all the time <laughs> and the scout trooper one always stands out to me and i'm like man that's such a cool helmet yeah what you also don't know about alex that when he passes them he he talks to them for just a second and says
2: well, don't you look lonely. <laughs> they are my friends. It would be a shame if you didn't have someone to go home with for
0: the <laughs> evening. Hey, all I'm saying is... A if, stranger. If a scout trooper wants to sit on the back of a speeder bike with me and gently grab onto my waist well, so that we have a little bit of comfort and plays. safety... <laughs> <laughs> then I'm okay with that. I'll I'll gladly guide him through the forest.
2: Hold me close now on your speeder. We'll
1: also get a, a, a trench run Lego set, which I think will be interesting. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I'm not sure I'll buy it, but it'll be interesting to see how they do that
2: even if it was just like a section of it that you could like yeah even (laughs) if it was just like a section of it and then like uh like the x-wing going through it you could like tilt it with the tie fighter behind it that would be perfect
1: some other things people are really wondering if later in the year obviously we'll get more boba fett stuff because can't know about that stuff yet because it might have spoilers and stuff and then stuff that ties into some of the other series probably won't get anything for the obi-wan series but maybe we'll get like a special figure or something like that i
2: do like a mini set
1: a lot of people are wondering if we'll get Anything from episode two since that's anniversary is
2: coming up? Probably not. Will we get the scene of Anakin force feeding uh, uh, (laughs) Natalie Portman an apple or whatever it is? Oh my God. I meant. I meant feeding her with the force, not not not, not taking feeding a, her enough. a whole It's Like you're too skinny. Like, um, <laughs> put some weight on you.
1: I will say, I wish we had more prequel Legos. Prequel Legos are just cool. There are a lot of cool designs in the prequels and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But we might be getting some more stuff of that. Just probably not from Episode Two. Episode um,
2: Three, I feel like would be the one. Episode Three in the Phantom Menace, I think it would be ripe for that. To at least do like the uh, the Darth Maul battle set, yeah. and I think uh, it was actually really cool back in the day. They had a, a anakin versus obi-wan but they had like uh it was like a lava pit and you could take the two minifigures and put them on these sticks and you put them in like yeah ring, i remember that you would like one. fight them but i'm it like, was like, kind of like bay yeah, it was like bay Beyblades. yeah it was like Beyblades with star wars and it was just like you just kind of knock them against each other
0: i did not just know like, about this who will
2: win this fight oh uh he fell fill up the stand okay
1: <laughs> obi-wan wins spoilers <laughs> um but then the last one that I want to talk about is interesting to me. Sorry, I'm talking so much Lego shop here. Oh, no. But they're making... they're making. <laughs> I'm a, offended as someone who's always silent. They're making another Yoda's hut slash training set. I own Ooh. one of these that came out a couple years yeah. ago because it came in this like nice little series where it was Obi-Wan's house, Yoda's hut, and then Luke's house from last jedi and all of them kind of have very similar designs and builds so they kind of all resemble each other anyway uh they're kind of smaller sets this one's going to be bigger it's going to have part of the x-wing in it it's going to have oh that's cool um yeah it's it's just going to expand stuff and it looks nice at the same time it is kind of similar and like you'd probably save money if you just went and you bought an x-wing lego and you put that with the other yoda set i'm disappointed that they didn't expand it more give us the full x-wing and then give us the cave I, I think
2: that would have been really cool. I mean, I think it would have been cool if they would have given R2D2 his hot dog.
1: Yeah, yeah, his little hot dog. Yeah, his little hot dog. Huh? Yeah. No, it, yeah it looks D2's... more like a corn
2: dog. Yeah, well, he's got like this weird That doesn't thing. help. What? No, well, he has this little <laughs> thing that looks like a corn dog and like Yoda takes it and then he's like, my! Mind. Oh, that's what you mean. I thought yeah. you meant
0: like from another Lego set or something. I didn't realize you were talking about the actual movie. No, did you yeah. not notice
2: the entire time an Empire Strikes Back? Anytime like uh, no, I uh, notice. I know exactly. No, what yeah, you're when, talking when, about. no. When R two like shows up in any scene, he's just like he has his robot arm extended and he's holding a cone. Oh, yeah. every single every those? single scene. Yeah, yeah. He has one of them
0: good and Nathan's especially hot dogs. especially <laughs> <laughs> <for> Mets. <laughs> it's, it's all about the Mets, baby. <laughs> Let's go <with> Mets! Hi, <laughs> hit home run, uh, ballpark. Be frank. Yes. no. No, and my favorite of those scenes was when Luke goes in to fight Vader and the door closes on R2, holding Corndog in hand, and he goes, ooh, ooh.
2: Yeah, and he was trying to <laughs> put ketchup on it, but
0: then he lowers the bottle a little bit. He was bit, so excited to give it. Luke that really 27th Corndog. He was
2: yes. like, hey, listen, Sonic was having a deal, 50 cents, you get 12 of them, it was a steal.
0: Not sponsored, that is an amazing deal. It
2: is. If you have $24 just burning a <laughs> hole in your pocket... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get you're gonna have the best night of your life. Get
2: 48 corn dogs. For you, your friends, or just you.
1: Is there any like Lego set that y'all would want to see? Because most everything has been made at some point, but like to make again, I'll go first. So when we were kids, they had a really cool sand crawler that I never got to own. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. It yeah. was like a
2: hundred and something dollars. Yeah. It was just expensive. And then they
1: made a new one Uh, recently, but it's one of their, they have these like mini ones where they kind of compact the thing. Like my like my uh Millennium Falcon right? Yeah, They're yeah, more I for know, display. I, yeah. So they have a the sand crawler of that, but just it I wouldn't be treads. as fun to build. I want the treads. Yeah, and I like
2: I like the big beefy
1: Lego sets to build. Yeah. So that's what
2: I would want. I'm with you on that. I think my first one that I thought of is I would love to see like the I, they might already have it actually, but I, I want to see the Darth Maul like battle from Phantom Menace. Like
1: Ooh, they may have had one of those might have, in but, the day, but
2: they haven't had that but recently. Like, I want the shield doors, I want like the beams of light that are just happening behind them and stuff. I think that would mm-hmm. be really cool visually. Also seeing a modern Maul figure is great. If I had to choose one from, from anything Star Wars though, I would love uh, When Savage Finds Maul. Um, in the clone wars because then you could do a really cool like mall like leg thing and have like a, a cool like horn helmet piece for him i think that would be cool also it'd be cool to have a savage figure that's modern and not like too stylized like the original the clone wars ones were where it was like they look like anime like, yeah they, they, they had like the big little eyes little and still no no nose and just like Bleh.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they have a retired duel of Naboo set, but that was long ago. This is yeah. This is looking like from when we was were that kids.
2: was the one they were like yellow. No, because I did oh. have a yellow like Obi Wan and. uh And Qui Gon from that era.
1: Okay, the the box is from the
2: Disney purchase.
1: So it's not that old, but the design looks older. That's really interesting. That's weird. All right.
2: Yeah, I would love to see that. I would love to see something from, something involving Maul from the Clone Wars. Even if it was like a him and Ahsoka battling for Mandalore, that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. See like the throne behind them.
0: Oh, that'd be a cool set piece. Yeah, Yeah. I'd be
2: right. I'd be right with that. Pretty much anything involving Maul, because I think he's
0: just great. I feel like mine probably does exist and I'm just unaware of it, but I really want a, uh, the, I forget what the actual episode's called, the Seven Samurai episode from, uh, oh, Mando.
2: Yeah, 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 Oh, because dude, you yes. could have like little
0: minifigs of all the different people and then you could have like the, the it, Rebel
2: Soldier. Yeah, and, you and you the red, like,
0: it was a red ATST, right? Yes. Am I thinking of something else?
2: I, I know what you're talking you about. You
0: could have that cool custom ATST. Yeah, that could, that could like completely stand out from any other thing. And then now I'm picturing like the little like <laughs> like a little like green line of like trench grass and whatnot. Oh, you're talking about give the, them all like oh, rifles. Hey, no, I'm about- specifically thinking of like that
2: fight. You're, you're talking about season two, that one. No, season one. Oh, oh, you think about the little village in the
0: town. Yeah, so, yeah, the village. I'm
2: sorry. You said Seven Samurai. I thought Suicide Squad, and I thought the Bill Burr one. And I was oh, like, that one. Yeah. I mean, that'd be cool too. Yeah, but. because
0: then you could do like the Republican like droids and stuff. The Republican droids. The, Republic <laughs> the droids. Republican droids. <laughs> you could remove Bill Burr's arm, put a little attachment for a gun in there. Yeah, there you go.
1: <laughs> they do have one of those. Um, okay. It's forty dollars. It's just ATST and then some minifigs, though, so it's not like it builds out the village. Okay. Oh, God. well, I
0: wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't have to be the whole village. It's just I would want like something that they could like stand with to like depict that it's the battle. Yeah, and then
1: there's the, yeah the minifigures, no. You can also just make that. Yeah, right? the minifigures are like two of the raiders, then Cara Dune and Mando, so that's cool. I don't know why they don't stick a Grogu with every single one of these Mando. Right, it's things. like you can do
2: it. It's two pieces. Yeah,
1: and mm. the, it would sell like immediately better (laughs) right I want
2: keychains
1: you know I really wish but we'll never get because it's just it's too out there I'd love to see some sets from Visions that'd be so cool oh dude umbrella
2: lightsaber and Lego I don't care how stupid you think it is Alex the duel would be the obvious place to go with that I think that'd be so cool
1: even just some of the minifigures
2: oh yeah to have especially too if you adhere to the art style and you made them black and white that would be awesome oh Oh, yeah that'd be be pretty cool cool. yeah like a completely monochrome Lego set but like the lightsabers are red and you could mm-hmm. add the like LED lights that they used to onto them.
1: But I'd also love to see,
2: um, I'm forgetting the episode name, but the one where the
1: girls on the speeder oh, it's the episode with all the oh, Jedi, the night, the night Jedi. To... yeah, yeah, see so yeah. the set with like that, and then like it would be really cool to get like the robot, the boatman robot from that who's smoking the pipe, yeah, yeah.
2: They'll never do that.
0: I no, really no, they absolutely the stage won't. from tattooing Rocks or whatever it was called. <laughs> well, Tatooine was... Rhapsody. Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah!
1: Thank y'all for indulging me in that tangent. Indulging? Yeah.
2: Uh, you uh, Do you understand how many friends I didn't have until how old am I, 26? Dude, I, Lego was my life for like a long time. Bionicle I know more about than I do most of my family members at
0: this point. <laughs>
1: But yeah, we have a we have a lot to look forward to in Star Wars.
2: Um, and obviously
1: as we continue on in the podcast, we'll come up with really cool ideas. We'll probably start doing some commentary tracks for the movies coming up. And so yeah, I'm really excited for what. Star Wars Therapy has in store for 2022. Um, And thank you all for sticking with us through this new year.
2: I do want to say, um, you know, really keep an eye out because I think big things are coming for us in 2022. I mean, me and Alex have talked about doing a lot of mini episodes and covering some of the shows and stuff that we haven't really touched on this podcast. But the first year was a lot of growth. I saw like an immense difference between episode one and like the holiday special. Oh, yes, Mm -hmm. very much. We're much more comfortable. (laughs) And like this, this episode's just kind of like coming back into it it's not like joke city or anything but like this has been chill though it's been I've, super I've chill really enjoy,
0: i did, going into this because i didn't have anything prepared i had Me no neither. idea how this <laughs> was gonna be but this is actually pretty fun well
1: we rarely talk about current star wars so i want at least one episode a year where we can like anchor ourselves in the moment and that, talk about stuff and, and it's fair. also it's also
2: good for every every podcast that we make is an extension of the last thing to the point where people kind of get a better idea of like where we all stand yeah. as as critics, as fans, as people. So I think that's the therapy aspect as well. So us doing a chill episode is it's, we'll, it's great for a change of pace.
1: Yeah. I don't totally know what our February episode is, but we have two ideas up in the air and both of them will be goof-malls. So oh like, my god. Yeah. Goof. Goof. Enjoy,
0: goof-a-mall. <laughs> Enjoy the chill goof-a-mall. while you can. <laughs> Guys. I know I said it like in the last episode or whatnot, but I'll always say it. I really appreciate that we do this. I like that we get together and have this fun time. Me too. It's like Um, our D and D without me knowing what it is. And so if you want to continue that, I'm going to, like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, I'm going to try to stream more on Twitch where you can find me at, uh, twitch.tv slash Steve underscore. It's a weird name. So I'll go ahead and spell it out for you. It's S T three P H E underscore. And, uh, come by and let's, sure. Uh, (laughs) don't go to that link. Um, <laughs> uh, come by and we can talk about star wars and i can i don't know <laughs> do you have any games obviously halo infinite's out
1: right halo now. infinite's gonna take up, up, up a lot uh, yeah we're to talk I'm, after I'm this podcast doing a,
0: i'm doing a story playthrough right now that i'm gonna do a legendary and this is the first game i've actually wanted to attempt a lasso which is legendary all skulls on Oh my God! This is the okay. first game that's made me want to do that because they took out oh, the skull that, watch that they took out the skull that makes you restart the level when you die. <laughs> oh, thank God! Well, because there's no level in Halo Infinite. No, there are. Oh, well, but yeah, I know.
2: You know what I mean? You'll see. The open um, world. Yeah
0: anyway uh outside of that i mean i don't know i'm gonna be probably jumping in, into some star wars stuff at some point because that usually gets thrown into the rotation and uh a few other games we'll we'll see what happens
2: always fun and you can follow me on instagram at steven weeben that's s-t-e-e-b-e-n-w-e-e-b-e-n and then also you can uh follow me on youtube which there's not a whole lot on my channel right now but hopefully some to come in 2022 it's at steven which is Spelled just like how I said it before. And you can find me at Caleb from the Real World on Instagram
1: and YouTube. From there, you can find my litany of other podcasts, Hot Trash Unlimited, All New 52, and The Snub Club, which I have to go and record an episode of after this. My so, man. all right. Uh, thank you all for joining me. And we will see y'all. Uh, in, well, I was about to say in the new year, but it already is the new year. It we is will 2022. We'll see you
0: all
2: next time where we continue to talk about Star Wars and, and
0: life. life.